second part of the question, which was really the first part, was using auto charting software to help identify opportunities. So um, when you say auto charting software, George, are you referring to something like, um, like our Enigma software, like our pattern recognition software or something fully, fully automated? Bro broker has auto chart, but what what is what does auto chartist mean? Like, what do you mean by auto chartist? Like, is it is it showing you oper identify patterns on pairs? Deal. Okay. Um, and are these these patterns that you that you're already you've already tested and and whatnot, or are you simply just relying on the on the auto charting? I do not trade those, but looking to integrate after backtesting. Okay, yeah, so I was gonna say, just make sure you backtest them first. Um, if you plan on using the auto charting software, make sure you backtest what the auto charting software is providing you. Because if you're, and again, I don't know what type of patterns you're looking at, but we can use Enigma for an example. Um, and that's the pattern recognition software, advanced pattern recognition software we have here. Um, if you do manual backtesting, you're gonna get a completely different um sample size then if you do manual backtesting identifying patterns on your own you're going to get a completely different sample size than doing manual backtesting using what enigma draws right so if the ultimate goal is to hey i want to use this auto charting software and and, and trade the setups that that are automatically created for me just make sure you test that software don't manually backtest your own stuff i mean you could do that there's no harm in doing that but if you plan on using what the software is going to show you, um, you need to make sure you backtest exactly what the software is showing you because what the software shows you may be different than what your eyes would normally recognize. Um, so I would make sure to do that. Um, no problem, yeah. Now, I. I would still just me again going back in our, our question about signal services. I, I would still make sure. I mean, I'm I'm always um, I'm not a fan of using auto charting stuff because here here just to run this scenario through you, right? So say you you don't learn on your own, you don't manually backtest your own setups, you only backtest the setups that the auto charting software shows you. Um, and then one day your broker goes out of business and you no longer have access to the auto charting software. Now what? Do you have a usable skill? Or like a signal service, were you relying on something else? So that's, that's always what goes through my mind. I, I don't like relying on other people because as soon as they pull the rug from underneath, you're gonna to fall too. So that would be my one concern with using an auto charting software um, that you didn't create on your own is that if for some reason, we know brokers go out of business, right? If some reason broker went out of business and the charting software is gone, um, do you have a backup plan? Do you have another strategy you can trade? Do you have something else you can use to make money in the, in the market? Um, what happens then?
right? And I always think way in advance. So I'm always thinking like, well, what if, you know, I'm using this auto software, things are going great. I quit my job. I'm a full-time trader. I'm relying off my, my trading income to make profit. I started a, a money management business where I'm managing money for others. Everything's going great. And then this thing gets pulled, the rug gets pulled from underneath me. And now I've got people's money that I'm managing. I've got to feed my own family. I don't have a way to make money. I'm, I'm doomed. Like that's my that's my biggest fear in life when when you rely on others is that they can and I think we've learned that from COVID right with so many people getting furloughed and fired and and whatnot is that you're never safe like you may think you're safe right if if someone else controls your destiny you are never safe if you if you have a boss or someone that you're relying on to write your checks you're never safe because all it takes is is something something that we've never experienced before for them to say hey you know what boom you're done. We, you've worked here for 20 years, but we can't pay you. You're done. And now it's like, Ooh, what, do I, what do I do? That's one of the reasons when this whole mess started coming, happening, right? I mean, obviously, everyone's going around asking people, you know, how's it affecting? And I, it doesn't affect me at all. And I don't say that in a braggadocious way, but I've, I've always been in charge of my own income, right? It's just always been kind of, you know, do or die. You, 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 you eat what you kill. So pre-COVID, I relied on myself to generate income. During COVID, I'm still relying on myself to generate income, a skill that I have. Post-COVID, I will continue to rely on myself to generate income, right? I'm not saying, I mean, it's, 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 it's a stressful thing to do when you rely on yourself, but it's, it's betting on yourself. It's betting that you're able to generate a skill and, and, and get it to the level in which you're confident in using it and executing it and whatnot to provide for yourself. And again, there's, 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 there's much, much less safety, right? There's much less safety in it because there's no safety net. It's you alone on an island doing your thing. Um, but in a way, there is more safety because you're not relying on anyone else. No one else, like there's no one that can close down my trading business aside from myself. So whatever happens in the world, it doesn't really affect me. I guess the only thing that would affect me is that if the market's completely closed, which wouldn't happen, but if every market completely closed, that would be the only way that I can be affected. So it's kind of a, it's a trade-off, like our theme of everything in life being a trade-off, but um, that's just something to consider. Um, so it, it, and kind of like we talked about with um, Chris, it may be worth, if, if you're planning on doing this auto charting thing, right? Do it at first. Get good at it. I, I, it should generate a lot of free time, I'm guessing, right? If you're, if you're just using a signal to get your trades, during that free time, right? Use that newly found time that you've generated to start working on a manual strategy, right? Use that time to say, hey, I've got this auto thing running in the background. It tells me when to, tr when to trade, when to enter, when to exit, all that fun stuff. It takes minimal time, kind of like the daily chore, right? It takes minimal time. Just check, 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 check. Boom, 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 boom. Now I've got all this free time, right? Let me start working on a trend continuation strategy or whatever the next strategy may be, something manual, just, just to be your backup, just in case. Just in case. Just in case, worst case scenario, whatever happened, at least you have something that can, a skill that you can use to continue to provide income. Um, so that's me. I'm not, I don't want to say I'm, I'm not pessimistic. I, 
I used to be pessimistic. Um, I'm not pessimistic. I just, I always, I always think of the worst case scenario. I always feel like if I'm prepared for the worst case scenario in my mind, um, then I'm ready for the situation. And that goes in all aspects of my life, right? It's when I, when I go to a restaurant, right? I run through all the scenarios in my head, right? What if an active shooter comes through? Where am I positioned, right? Is my back to the window? Where are the exits, right? Always just, I run through these scenarios in my head. What is the worst case and am I prepared? And if I'm comfortable with being prepared for that worst case scenario, that's usually a thumbs up that I'm doing the right thing. If I'm not comfortable, then I need to start taking actions to become comfortable. What do, what do I need to put myself in a position where I'm prepared if that worst case scenario were to happen? So that's my thought process. It's like that in trading. It's like that in life. It's like that in, in real estate, right? Even more so in real estate. Real estate is probably what taught me this biggest lesson of being prepared. Any real estate investors out there? Anybody buy a house, fixer ups, fixer uppers, anything like that? Rentals? Shoot. <laughs> right? I had someone die in my rental, right? They died. Like, <laughs> do you prepare for that? Do you prepare for someone to die? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Like, that taught you to prepare for anything, right? Someone randomly died. You can't evict them right away when they're dead. Obviously, they got to come in and do the whole checks and all that fun stuff. And it's, you know, like, you, you do you plan on losing six months of rent that way? No. But it could happen. And that's one of many things. So I think real estate has taught me a good example about kind of preparing for the worst. Preparing for the worst, right? Um, Mia says that happened to me before, um, having no idea about how to read a price chart and the software didn't really working. Uh, so hurting more and relying on that software to do the job was working initially. And then after a while, it gave me much more losses. So it was doomed. Yeah, that's a, thank you for sharing that Mia. Yeah, that's big. And again, depending on the software, right? Conditions change too, right? I don't, I don't know what the software is, but let's say you have a, 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 an automated trend continuation strategy. We talked about this before, right? If you're using an automated system, they need to be tweaked and, and paid attention to just as much as manual trading. I don't think people realize that. I think people create softwares and, and they, they can just set it and forget it. No, right? You look at these professional traders that are using software, they're constantly paying attention to it. They're constantly tweaking it, right? I remember having a conversation with, I think it was Tony here on the platform, where he was using something and, and randomly looked at his P&L and it was like, hey, something's off here. And he had to watch his software go like 24 hours to realize that it was making some weird type of error. And then he just had to fix, you know, code, whatever fix that error is. Um, but sometimes stuff like that happens. And if you're not paying attention to it, you won't even know it. You won't even notice until, what, uh, uh, you know, three months later, you check your quarterly statement. You're like, hey, wait a minute. What's happening here? So you even with the, it takes a lot of work. The same type of review process we do, right? Reviewing the film, reviewing the tape we do in, in manual trading where you want to go back. You want to make sure your, your software is going back. You want to make sure it's taking the opportunities that it should be taking. Or I guess identifying the opportunities that it should be identifying. You want to make sure that if it's fully automated, you want to make sure there's no glitches or anything like that. Because um, conditions do change and, and softwares need to adjust as well. I think we've all learned that nothing works exactly the same forever. It's the harsh reality of trading. For the one trick ponies out there but yeah thank you for sharing that mia yeah um yeah thank you so good question good question all right 